Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Wiggins, America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins, America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. Hey, welcome back, Wiggins America. Let's walk through the big news of at least early week. The Durham report finally dropped. We've been watching this famous face on our screens for a long time because Durham was going to do something big all the time. It was, here comes the Durham report. Here comes an indictment. And ultimately, it was over and over, oh, nothing happened. Uh, We'll talk about that, too, in a second and the fact that nothing really has happened. But the report has come out finally, the the Durham report has finally come out and been given to the world, the media included, and there actually is a media response. Let's talk about the media response more than anything because this is all that matters in this case because there's no, not going to be any crimes committed. There's not going to be any, crim- well, there are crimes committed. There's not going to be any criminal action taken. So all that exists is the narrative, but that was the point the whole time. So the media reaction matters the most in this case concerning John Durham and concerning Donald Trump and Russia collusion. By the way, if you're just randomly popping into 97.1, you're flipping through, hitting scan on the radio, and you just landed on this this weekend, the Durham report is talking about Trump's collusion with Russia to basically have Vladimir Putin involved in the United States governing decisions. I I really know what Putin's goal is in Russia collusion would have been 
to get Donald Trump elected, maybe? I, I don't really know. I, there, there's never, <laughs> nobody's ever really said, like, what Russian collusion is. Like, what was the point of Russian collusion? Um, somebody can enlighten me if they say, well, this is what it was. But if you're that enlightened, then you also hopefully have been paying attention to the Durham report, which says that there was no Russia collusion. Uh, Robert Mueller, his special investigation also found the same thing, but it seems to have fallen on deaf ears because people just didn't want to believe it. Uh, They didn't want to believe Mueller. They wanted to believe that Trump was colluding with Russia because they didn't like Trump. You're going to find that to be the theme here as we go through the media response. And let me just say again, the fact that there is a media response is an improvement because usually what the media does is they find things that they like and they report on them that further a certain narrative. And then anything that doesn't fall into that, they just don't do it. I'm talking about mainstream media here. I'm going to play you first from CNN, Jake Tapper. Now, this is a guy who clearly isn't a conservative or really even an independent But he seems to have, at times, journalistic integrity. And I believe that either if he were to leave CNN or maybe under the new management of CNN, you might hear more of this, what we used to call reporting, coming from people like Jake Tapper. The report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Let's bring in CNN senior justice correspondent Evan Perez. Evan, what exactly did Durham find in this report? Well, Jake, the uh, the bottom line finding from uh, John Durham's four-year investigation is that the FBI moved very quickly to investigate these allegations of connections of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia and that they did so by ignoring a lot of uh, evidence that would have led them to drop that altogether. He's saying that uh, they may have had uh, reason to uh, open a preliminary investigation, an assessment, perhaps these are very, very low-level investigations, but certainly what he finds is that there wasn't enough there uh, to, to, uh, to, to support the FBI's decision to open a full-blown investigation of, this, uh, of, of the Trump-Russia ties. Okay, so Jake Tapper on CNN is saying <clears throat> what we've known all along, really, that uh, there was no reason for this investigation to exist <clears throat> outside of creating a narrative that Donald Trump was in cahoots with a foreign government. I don't even I, I, I'm going to let you make the comparisons to having a president in cahoots with a foreign government, because that's really not the point of this segment. But your mind can go there if you'd like. I'm just going to step away from it just for right now and focus on the media here. You may have heard that phrase before that there's nothing there. Jake Tapper's guest there said there's nothing there. Well, if you were paying attention the whole time, you might recall a similar phrase, there's no there there. People use that in common conversation now. Do you know what that's from? That's from an FBI agent named Peter Strzok, who's a high-level agent in the FBI at the time of the Russia collusion investigation. Before it ever really started, he, he was texting with another FBI agent, Lisa Page, who he was having an affair with. And they subpoenaed his phone. And I don't remember exactly who got it. Maybe it was Mueller himself who got it. Uh, They got the records of the FBI, these members of the FBI, saying there's actually nothing there. There's no reason to investigate this. But they did it anyway because it created a media narrative that you had a corrupt president. Durham is simply confirming 
what we've known for over four years, five years now, that there wasn't anything there and that this was created pretty much out of thin air by political opponents. The Steele dossier. This is where these words come from. Christopher Steele uh, basically wrote up a manifesto, a, a paper about how Donald Trump had um, been in cahoots with the Russian government and blah, blah, blah. Well, that was paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign and then given to the FBI as a pretext for the investigation. I'm just kind of bringing you up on things that you probably already knew, but that Durham is saying, yeah, you knew all that. It was all true. Uh, all of this narrative was a lie. The sad part is you have Tapper reporting on it, and that's, that's great, but Tapper was a part of the problem. The media lapped this stuff up. Why? As I said before, just because they didn't like Donald Trump. <clears throat> all of these things happened. The FBI did it because they didn't like Donald Trump. The media followed along with it because they didn't like Donald Trump. They gave FISA court orders because they didn't like Donald Trump. Washington, D.C. didn't like Donald Trump. The media apparatus didn't like Donald Trump. So they did anything they wanted with protection from themselves and got away with it forever to where people right now still don't even know that that Russia collusion narrative is false. People still believe that. That's why it's important that people like Tapper on CNN are reporting this, and CBS is now reporting this. Tonight, the FBI is coming under sharp criticism over its investigation into alleged collusion between Donald Trump's 2016 campaign and Russia. CBS's Catherine Harridge tells us the long-awaited special counsel report finds the Bureau rushed into its investigation. Almost four years to the day since he started his investigation, special counsel John Durham says the FBI used unverified information when it opened the investigation into candidate Trump's alleged ties to Russia in 2016. Durham concludes senior FBI personnel displayed a serious lack of analytical rigor and relied on investigative leads provided or funded by Trump's political opponents. Trump railed repeatedly against the FBI investigation. Uh, there was absolutely spying into my campaign. Yeah, remember all that? I mean, it's uh, this is the news cycle from three or four years ago that is all being proven to be what we said it was the whole time, which was bunk. Actually, it's what Trump said the whole time, which is that it was false. It's it's getting really amazing to find how many things that Trump would, would just say. He, I mean, he says everything off the cuff. He has no filter. And yet... What has he said that's been false? I'm thinking of a few things like when he, beginning of COVID, he said, oh, this will be over in a month. You know, I mean, he, he couldn't know that. That was a prediction. He was wrong. But with a lot of this stuff about the corruption and about the call with Ukraine, he got a P, impeached over. And um, just in the town hall the other night, Caitlin Collins was calling him out on his January 6th message to people. And he pulls out his phone in the middle of the thing. He goes, here, here's what I was tweeting. That day on January 6th, you don't know this because they were being deleted. So they'd pop up for a second. So there is a record of them. And then Twitter would delete them immediately because they were saying, well, you're inciting an insurrection. And it was all peaceful tweets. My point being that Trump is, has been exonerated on these things over and over and over. How many times does he need to be exonerated before we start looking the other direction and going, oh, maybe it's not him that's committing the crimes. Maybe it's not him that's guilty. Maybe it's everybody else around him is doing these things in cahoots with each other because they, again, hate Trump. That's all that you need to say. Do you hate Trump? Okay, then we can do anything we want. Here's more from CBS.
While Durham acknowledges the FBI was obligated to examine the Russia allegations, he's extremely critical of the Bureau's investigative work. In response, the FBI says it's already undertaken major reforms to address the shortcomings raised by Durham. This has been a big black eye for a lot of the uh, federal law enforcement. Bob Anderson is a former senior FBI executive. It has been a big deal, and I hope that we have clarified all these things that have caused this problem. But in the end, I hope it never happens again. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, yes, the Durham report said that. This is CBS saying this. And yes, we are now covering it, but here's the FBI in defense of the FBI telling us that the FBI would used to do bad stuff, but now they won't. They're fine. They're fine now. And in fact, just last week on this show, we talked about how congressional Republicans were asking for whistleblower records from people who are coming out saying that Biden is corrupt and that he has ties to foreign governments and that there's there's a paper trail. I mean, this stuff really exists. And they said, we have the paper trail. Give us the whistleblower report. The FBI said no to Congress. Who's really running the country? Well, in light of all of this stuff, you see that the FBI had no interest in the truth. They had an interest in getting rid of Donald Trump because, again, they didn't like Donald Trump. They just wanted to get rid of him. <clears throat> so if you don't like Donald Trump, you can do anything you want. You can sacrifice all your morals and principles in the entire U.S. government if you want to because you don't like Trump because Trump's a threat. Last clip from CBS. Critics charge Durham has little to show for his efforts. He brought only two cases to trial and both men were found not guilty. A third case ended with a plea agreement. Reacting on social media, Donald Trump claimed the American public was scammed, nor the investigation cost over $6 million. Just to conclude, I wanted to play that last clip from CBS to highlight that, yes, the Durham report did bring up indictments, did bring up criminal charges against people. And I hope I'm getting the terminology right. They took people to court. But all the crimes, all of the alleged um, misdemeanors or whatever they were, all took place in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. protects Washington, D.C. So they had to use courts that were all D.C. Democrats, D.C. insiders to try to prosecute other D.C. insiders. How do you think that turned out? They didn't get anything. Because they had no jurisdiction anywhere else. Washington, D.C. protects Washington, D.C. And we're talking about Democrats here. We absolutely are. There's a party line. Because 90% of Washington, D.C. is Democrat. That's how they vote every single time. And the whole city is run by the machine. The machine protects the machine. Take a short break. This is Wiggins America. It's all wrapped up in you and I. to the pristine peaks of southern florida this is wiggins america We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. From the coasts of Nebraska to the canyons of New England, this is Wiggins America. Trisha's here. Trisha, John Durham, am I right? But, I mean, yeah. Wow, that guy. Mm-hmm. So, Man. I, I just said everything that needed to be said. I know. I have got absolutely nothing to add to that, but it's because you so eloquently covered it. it that's my fault. It, it's 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 poor sportsmanship as a radio host to do such in deep investigative work. It's all of the things that you were saying I actually had prepared. I spent hours and hours and hours writing it. If you see, I've got this, like, basically a manuscript. I'm looking at it right now. It's not invisible. It's a stack of papers so mm-hmm. high that I was going to just present to you in a way that you were like, wow, my mind is blown. And then I tuned in, mm-hmm. you covered it all. And my mind can't be blown because it's full of information right. on John Durham. I'm kind of wondering if you read my manuscript, my no. John Durham manuscript. Mm, kind of sounds like you did. I did maybe word for word. I didn't. And in the future, by the way, I would call that a manifesto because it sounds like an action plan more than just a manuscript, which sounds like information. No, it was a write-up on my assessment of the thing. Not <laughs> like a, any action we oh, need to take. I was oh, just thank I mean, you. maybe a case study. I, it, it really doesn't matter. I just it was my reflection. I think, the, in summary, what I would like to see is a little more action from the Durham report. And so I, I loathe the fact that you just brought me information and not some sort of plan to see something happen. Well, maybe that's where it differs. Maybe there is time for me to read all 700 of these pages. No, no, okay. there's not, because this segment is called Serious Questions. Serious Questions. You know Serious Questions. This is a segment where we bring you real news, just like we just were. Yeah. And we Truth. we ask the question, the, the question everybody's thinking about that subject, but nobody's willing to ask except sure. for us. So you want to go first? 
Do you want me to go first? Mm-hmm. Serious question. Serious question. All right. Severed hand found on sidewalk may have been chopped off with a sword. Ooh, I've heard of this. You have. The Riverside Police Department in California received calls reporting a severed hand found on the sidewalk in the downtown area of the city. Riverside police heard from a local hospital that a male patient in his 60s came in missing a hand. He said that his that the appendage had been cut off by someone swinging a sword. This case is still under investigation. I I do have some questions. Okay. My, I, go ahead. Do you want my serious question I, first or do you want to ask questions about the story first? Well, How mine do you want to might play be this? the same as your serious question, so you should probably go first. All right. Serious question. Serious question. How much money would it take for you to let someone cut off your hand? Ooh, good question. I like this because I don't know the answer. Um, I would have to... $1,000. I'm not there. A million dollars. Ooh, no. $10 million. $10 million. Now I'm starting to ask a question. Is it my right hand or my left hand? It's your right hand. I I still don't think I'd do it. $20 million. Still right hand? Because I'm right handed, but I I do things left handed. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, there's a lot of voice to text things going on here that you don't like necessarily have to write anymore. Well, I'm not saying. You can learn to eat with your left hand. Yeah. You got $20 million. Somebody could feed you. (laughs) I don't necessarily want to hire somebody to feed me, (laughs) but uh, I, boy, $20 million. No, I still don't think I'd do it. Wow, you'd have to get to the level where I am, I am among the the point one percent. One billion dollars, a billion. I'm 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 maybe there, maybe. You're only a maybe yeah, for a billion. You know that there are people without a hand that function like totally normal, oh, high functioning. But I have my hand. I I didn't have to do the adaptation that they did. What about you? Let's flip this question around. For a billion dollars, yeah. Okay, down to ten million. Maybe. Okay. Oh, there's but there's people out there who were born without a hand and ten million dollars, and you wouldn't accept ten million dollars. Serious question. You've done this to yourself. You realize? I don't know. I think I can. Ten million dollars just isn't that much money. Okay, so where do you land then? Because if I said a billion, which I kind of did. I can't believe that you're scoffing at a billion. Like oh, I don't know, is my hand I, I got a billion there. dollars? I got there for a billion. I'll do it. My low number would be a hundred million. Okay. All right. Well, let's take this I to really somebody don't who's got some lose money. My hand. <laughs> I don't either. I'm freaking out. This now. is your. This is your fault. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. My serious question story goes like this: uh, After searching for the better part of seventy-seven years. An Ohio woman has finally married her ideal mate, herself. Stop it. This is one of mine. Was it? Yeah. Ohio resident Dorothy Dottie Fideli tied the knot with herself over the weekend in a symbolic ceremony at the O'Bannon Terrace Retirement Community in Goshen. I don't know why we need to know that. (laughs) About 30 miles northeast of Cincinnati, I said, you know what? I've done everything else. Why not? I'm going to marry myself. Fideli told today, I'm at the point in my life where it's about me now. It's my turn to do what I want to do. Oh, such a sweet love story. So first of all, I have a feeling that Dottie here is the kind of person who everybody goes, oh, that's just Dottie just being Dottie. Dottie. And she's oh, she's such a card. Uh, so I'll let you go first since you had the same story. What was your serious question? 
My serious question was... And by the way, if you're over 75, you can just do whatever you want, right? Sure. I, mean, I think that's kind of allowed. If I mean, you're eccentric... I'm happy for Dottie. Or whatever. If you're over 75 years old, I think you really should just do whatever you want. I, that's, I think that should be a, a, a international law. Yes, I okay. agree with you. That's not my serious question. No, it wasn't ahead. a question at all. No, it's, it's a, a statement. statement of fact. I was just my serious question is: Would you marry yourself? Like, are you your perfect mate? Serious question. Um, yeah, I think so. Your wife's lucky to have you. I I agree. You, how would you answer that question? No, there's I'm no, I am flawed, and I need somebody to balance me out, like my perfect husband. Here's my serious question. Serious question. What if you proposed to yourself and you said no? <laughs> Is that a bad day? I'm not going to lie to you. I probably would. Yeah? Like, if I was like, yeah. If you got down on one knee at a football game. And it's me? And it's you. <laughs> and you said no. Is everybody laughing at you? I mean, I think the answer is yes, because you're proposing to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think you answered the question, though. You said you're not your ideal mate, so you would say no. But I'm asking the question, why would you ask in the first place then, That's Trisha? a great question, Ryan. What about you? Do you think that it would be a bad day if you said no to yourself? Um, I, I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't balance myself out well, which That's... I think would play to some of my strengths in that I would do more. I would, I would run things by myself and approve of everything and just get a lot done. Um, Next story. <laughs> great. Okay. <laughs> last one. Last one. Taco Bell wants to free the phrase Taco Tuesday from the company that owns it. I didn't know that this was copyrighted. Mm -hmm. That it's, This actually was very interesting. Uh, for many of us, it's our favorite day of the week. But did you know that Taco Tuesday is actually copyrighted and protected and that any business that seeks to use the words Taco Tuesday must seek permission from Taco John's, the company that's based apparently in Wyoming, uh, has owned the trademark phrase since 1989. Yeah, that's wild to me. Isn't that crazy? Because mm -hmm. you do see, I, I see you know, VFW, Taco Tuesday, you Ever, see it I everywhere. Mean, uh, yeah, corner restaurants all across every city have Taco Tuesdays. Yes. And it yeah. concerns me it, because I, in my TV show that I did for a couple years, Song Stage, I think there's a moment in there where one of the winners of season one says something like, I said, like, oh, what are you going to do now? And she's like, Taco Tuesday for everybody. And oh, I'm like, that's amazing. It's not even you. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm Taco not Bell's sure she said you. Taco Tuesday. She might have just said tacos. Tacos. I don't remember. But it, it, like the first thing I thought of was that when I saw that. Oh, no, that's copyrighted. There's no way that they're coming after everybody like that. They're just asking. This, this suit is just asking for Taco John's to release that trademark so because Taco, Taco Bell wants to profit off of it. They yeah. want to market Taco Tuesdays, yes. and they know that they're big enough for a company to go after. I just am surprised that Taco Bell would think they could win this. I mean, if, if it's been copyrighted since 1989, you'd think at, the, at that moment somebody would say, oh, no, 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 that's public usage. That's, that's mm -hmm. too common of a phrase to copyright. But it's been copyrighted for 30-plus years, why now do they think, oh, no, now we're going to get that in the public domain? Well, it hadn't maybe because it wasn't as commonplace when it was copyrighted. So now after 
now Taco Bell is looking at it and oh, saying, so now this it's is, common. it's ridiculous. This is common now. You can't, yeah. you can't have it anymore. It, it's so weird. But if phrases. I'm Taco John's, I'm like, Mm-mm, nope. Heck yeah. Nope. If, you pay, own that, if you want it, you pay it for I heard it. a story that, and, and again, this is conjecture. Somebody confirm or deny this. Please let me know at Radio Wiggins on Twitter that the NBA coach, Pat Riley, copyrighted the phrase three-peat when the Bulls were making their run. He wasn't even the coach of the Bulls, Mm -hmm. but he copyrighted that phrase so that nobody could use it. And then the Bulls, because they were trying, they had to give Pat Riley money every time they used the phrase. This is maybe an urban legend. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd love for somebody to just look that up real quick because I obviously didn't. But there are phrases that I can't even say on the radio because they're so protected that it's genius to come up with some phrase that you make that much money. I mean, the Super Bowl is one of them. We can say it, but everybody knows you can't just run Super Bowl ads for schnooks or whatever. You can't do whatever. any promotions for yeah. it. Yeah. So, but it's, you can call it the big game. <laughs> That's why I, I actually, even game. when you're talking about it, I'm like, I wish you'd stop saying it because it makes me nervous. It makes you nervous. Yeah. No, I, no, it's completely fine to talk about. I mean, that's why you hear radio hosts and TV hosts talking about the Super Bowl's coming up because mm-hmm. they're not using it in any sort of like money-making right. venture. Mm-hmm. But there are phrases that you can't, literally cannot even say on mm-hmm. the radio that will get you sued if you say them. And so my serious question. Serious question. I need a phrase like that. Go. Question mark. <laughs> go? <laughs> so, so I had to make it a question. And go. <laughs> yeah. No. And go is your phrase. Oh, my gosh. And go. Copyright it. Copyright it right now. People use that. By the time and this go. hits. Yeah. <clears throat> next weekend, if you try to use that phrase. And go. We are going to sue you so hard, you're going to be bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. America. Yeah. Yes, we've done it. Great ending. All right, that's the segment. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with more Wiggins America. Oh, baby, 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 this is out of my control. It looks like nothing is wrong but deep down in my soul. I'm red. Follow him on Twitter at Radio Wiggins. Shake it, shake it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We come on this loop, John B. My grandfather and me. Around Nassau town we. You can call us Americans or Vespuccians. Doesn't matter here. Wiggins Vespuccia. Got into a fight. Well, I feel so broken. I want to go home. Hey, I think in this segment last week i suggested a show on peacock called mrs davis it's not it's not a liberal show it is a i can't even say it's a conservative show it's neither nor 
I got a couple more episodes into that, and I went, oh, dear Lord, I have suggested this show on the radio. Uh, I still think it's entertaining, but man, it is uh, borderline blasphemous. One of the characters in the show ends up being Jesus and has some characteristics or maybe even does some things that would make you say, e- not sure that I would do that to Jesus. Uh, I do like the fact that they're willing to even try something in that lane because nobody is, but I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. Maybe you miss Mrs. Davis. It's a pretty bizarre show. Uh, I do want to suggest, though, a movie called Faults. I watched this movie two nights ago. Very, very indie movie, so prepare yourself if you're not into indie stuff. And it's a the basic plot is a guy who is trained in deprogramming people from cults. And there's a lot of people in this that you've seen before. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the lead. Uh, that's a name that you may not know, but you, once you see her, you go, oh, yeah, she's in all kinds of stuff. She, he's program, he, he deprograms people from cults, but the tables get turned a little bit, and you're wondering, is she going to deprogram him? Because his life's kind of a mess, too. So it's, it's a weird comedy thriller. Check it out if you want to. It's called Faults. We'll be right back with more of Old Roy and midterm wrap-up. Yeah, I know we're a little late, but we're still doing it. Strap on your diapers, babies, because Wiggy Wigs riding dirty. Wiggins America. studio to end the show with me thanks for sticking around yep. coming back uh, kind of a checkered pattern here um but what i wanted to talk about is the way we open the show so we've talked actually quite a bit about the durham report in the show which I'm, I'm glad because it is it's a pretty big deal it's a weird it's a weird thing to say that it's a big deal because <laughs> we already knew everything that's in it right <laughs> if, that's what's so sad is you're like if you've been paying even mild attention None of this was new news, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden, like I highlighted in that segment at the beginning of this hour, the media, mainstream media, is going, oh, <laughs> or at least they're going, well, now we do have a reason to report on it, but they're reporting against themselves. They're just not acknowledging that they're the ones that were right. the problem. Uh, and ultimately, I guess they're just carrying the message for carrying the water for the people who really were creating the problem. But I did want to talk about this, open the show with it. The midterms in 2022, there was supposed to be a red wave, or at least some sort of red resurgence. All indicators, reading from Real Clear Politics, indicated that there was supposed to be a pretty big backlash against the policies and really the economy. Like the the the, the sirens were going off because when the economy's in the place that it was, usually that means a big turn away from the party in power and they had control of all the levers of power. And then you barely saw him take back the house and actually lost a seat in the Senate. Very, very strange. So I put together this list that came from real clear politics of a bunch of politicos from both sides of the aisle who have landed on 
either one or two of these things as here's why the red wave didn't materialize. And I want to see what you think about these. We'll go through them rather quickly here. Number one, many swing voters considered Biden's record and policies to be comforting. Agree or disagree? Many swing voters considered Biden's record to be comforting and his policies. Uh, no, I, I think that's bunk. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, these are real like political analysts though. This isn't just like Joe Schmo from Twitter. Number two, Republicans failed to reach out to political moderates. I disagree with that. I think, I think they tried too much of that. In states like Pennsylvania, they elected a, a moderate who didn't turn out the base as much. So yeah. that would be, although the opposite was true in a state like Arizona, <laughs> although Arizona is still being litigated. Right. And de- depending on who you read, man, that is a mess. I mean, really, regardless, it's a mess. Uh, number three, re- voters rejected Trump and MAGA and ex- Republican extremism. But focus on Trump there. Did voters reject Trump in that election? No. I don't think don't so. Don't think so? Nope. How come? <clears throat> well, your 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 diehard liberals weren't going to vote for him anyway. Yeah. So if we're focusing on moderates or centrists or whatever, um if you lean even remotely conservative, there's there's such dissatisfaction in the 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 Republicans that are currently in power that it it had no, I I think it had nothing to do with Trump I think it was that the thing with Republicans is unlike the Democrats we don't circle the wagons you know if if you're a Republican and you suck I'm not going to vote for you and that's and the Democrats doesn't matter if you got a D behind your name they're going to vote for you over the other side and I think. I don't think it had anything to do with Trump. I think it was all about there's just not enough confidence that the Republicans who are in power or who want power are going to ever do anything. There's two arguments concerning Trump, one being that Trump's swing district candidates actually did not fare well, and so that didn't bode well for Trump. But the reverse is that people who show up only to vote for Trump didn't show up in the midterms because Trump literally was not on the ballot. Right. And so when you have Trump, you actually have higher turnout for Republicans because he turns out base voters who a lot of times don't show up. Number four, Republican Party leadership failed to communicate a memorable, specific, and positive message to voters. Definitely. I I do agree with that. I think they tried, but they just weren't very good at it. And ultimately, the message became, inflation's bad, huh? I really think that's about all voters took from Republicans. Yeah, and they... And how are you going to fix it? Well, the yeah. answer is complicated. I get it, but you still got to come up with an answer. Yeah, they didn't have an answer. Number five, Republicans nominated many flawed candidates. That's true, but, I mean, you could say that about every election. I kind of agree. Yeah. Uh, people use that to say, well, they 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 nominated a lot of far-right candidates, and there is truth to that. Uh, there is some people who did really well in the primaries who just who just tanked in the general. Well, there wasn't a, there wasn't a unified Republican message on that from that standpoint. The the money people, the RNC people, were against mega candidates. That's very true. That's very true. And so you're split within your own party. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Number six, economic conditions were not as bad as many believed. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> they, it's bad. It's. I just think we're entering a season where people vote more on core beliefs, social issues mainly, than they do on it's the economy stupid. It's always been the economy stupid, but that was when we had a little bit more unified understanding of what government should be. I think we've gotten to the point where our, even our core understanding of how a government should run is so different that the economy can be what it is. And it's going to hurt a little bit if you're the party in power if it's bad. But well, but the the people who who are in the in the game in the political system and they they stand by these these tried and true economy stupid thing, they still use terms like you know kitchen table issues. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody eats dinner together anymore, <laughs> and so it, it's it's kind of a tired understanding. And if things don't follow what you expect because you're still living in yeah you know a 30 year old political world well that's what that's exactly what i'm saying yeah is that these are cliches that may not be true anymore right number seven young first-time democrat inclined voters surged to the polls to support biden's student debt forgiveness policy uh i doubt it i don't think students are that motivated that they would have showed up on an off well year statistically young people did show up more in that election but i think it's more because of number eight here which says young unmarried women but really just young people surged to the polls to vote against republicans because of the supreme court's decision on abortion there may have been some of that i think there was some yeah it was it was such a new issue at the time that especially mail-in or extended voting would have started only a couple months after that decision mm-hmm. and now that's a local issue so that i think that did turn at least young liberals out quite a bit right i don't i don't know that that would have been enough to break a red a red wave but I think that was a factor i do too yeah. I, um number 9 and here's where i land i, I put these two last gerrymandering and the patchwork of differences in local political conditions big time yeah i i I think we're underestimating how much gerrymandering has reduced the competitive districts it has there still are competitive districts there's just less than there ever have been right uh number 10 high expectations of large republican gains the red wave failed to consider the constraints of severe polarization basically people already knew how they were going to vote conditions almost don't even matter anymore is what they're saying i agree with that i do too i think i think that falls under again sort of the the tired cliches of that the talking heads they all want to believe that you know it's always been this way and it's always going to be this way and i mean you even had people in the media saying on a daily basis well you know, it's always this way in a midterm, and even the, even with Obama, it wasn't the case. You know, so the the things that they're to the extent that they expect it, so the, you get all of these expectations thrown out there, and everybody's just accepting this is the way it used to be. So we're going to assume it's that, and we're going to hype it, and then when it's not, we act like it's a big deal, and it really isn't. Just things have changed. Yeah, it's, it's I, different. I think the polarization thing <clears throat> is key to the whole thing uh, because I don't. I think partially we're not going to see any huge waves anymore. 
at least in the near future, because people are just locked into the way they're going to vote. The way you win elections now is not as much appealing to the middle, although you can't forget it, but it's more about just turnout. It's just turnout. Mm -hmm. You got your people who are going to agree with you, and you got your people who are not, and you just got to turn out the people who do, and that's the way you win elections now. Unfortunately, I think that's the way we're at. Yeah, I think for a long time it was the the conventional wisdom was that it was the middle. It, you know, you've got yeah, you got this third, you got that third, or whatever, and you got the third in the middle, and that's who yeah. everybody's fighting over. And I don't think that exists anymore. Yeah, I don't either. There are still those people, and even a percent can really swing an election, especially in swing states. But ultimately, it's about turnout. All right, we'll stop there. This is Wiggins America. You can get the podcast. By typing in Wiggins America, multiple locations, including Odyssey. You can also get the Odyssey app. Rewind and hear the whole show. We'll see you next week. talk.com we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch minimum of four lines for 25 dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due 35 dollars per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 